Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soul Speak with hey. <laughs> Rachel and Grace. Yes, and with me. Grace, Grace and Rachel and Rachel. Rachel. Exactly. Um, sure. So today, what are we calling this segment, Grace? It's in the news. In the, in the news, news. yeah. Uh-huh. So do you want to start us off with all of what we're going to be talking about? Oh my gosh, there's so many things. I think there's like <laughs> a few topics that we want to touch upon. Uh-huh. Um, we want to talk about, obviously, the Asian hate, but I think we should save that, save that to last, maybe. Oh, perhaps. just let's just run it down <laughs> yeah. and then we'll hit it how and then, it strikes us. Yeah the Derek Jackson or I like to call him Derek Janks because I don't know why he spells his name like that which is ridiculous to me that's kind of look like and, Jinx. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, difficult conversations and that could be with anybody um so those are the three topics that we want to talk or touch upon I have a lot that I want to get off my chest all right but they vary depending on the the situation but I need to gather my thoughts together so I'm gonna let Rachel begin fine because I don't want to just rant (laughs) because I feel like if I start I'm gonna start ranting and go all over the place okay I think I'm gonna rant but that's okay all right so um I think talking about the Derek Jackson situation would make the most sense because that's not gonna be as thorough you know so Derek Jackson, I mean, everybody, at least everybody in the Black community, I would say. No, he's made the news. He's, he's made, made the e news. news. He's made E uh, <laughs> Canada. He's made, uh, no, seriously. That's right. I saw news. that. Yeah. So Which is as we know, Derek Jackson, who is a relationship guru, has been exposed for having multiple affairs while he was married. And uh, as the last thing I heard is that with one of his um, mistresses, he had a child, but she had an abortion. Like, yeah, yeah. She got pregnant and he had an abortion. So um, a lot of people are all types of, well, some people are shocked. Some people, mostly women, are butthurt. Um, He's following, uh, by the way, not all women. (laughs) Did I say all women? I don't no, even no, know no, what just I just women. said. Just said oh, women. okay, no, okay. He's particular, the women who are butt hurt are specifically right. his following. Yes. His cult following. Yes. Um, other guys, what I've been seeing is a lot of I told you so's. And yeah. uh, for me, I, let's just say, I wasn't highly affected. So Derek Jackson, for me, I had seen him online for many, many years. And like he struck me there was always something that struck me as off off yes so I would I used to go on YouTube because I started I divorced I got divorced about two years ago um I separated four years ago from my ex-husband and yeah, knowing how guys think and how they approach situations has become something that's important to me, had become important to me. So I would look online. There are several people I used to um, 
look at or follow. One of them was Derek Jackson, but it was Derek Jackson light. I would say that. I forget the, who the other people are, but there's this guy named Kevin who I think gives good advice. There's this other guy who calls himself the toxic relationship guru now for him I felt he was like a little too strong like it was just too extreme I say all of that to say there are several people that I used to every now and then listen to you know to understand from a sister's point of view what a guy um, is thinking how is he processing things about a woman and how um to inform myself and protect myself so Derek Jackson was one of them I don't know what it was, but something about him struck me as off. So he became not a person that I listened to. And I think it was, I think it was because he would throw God every now and again in the mix. And it would be weird in his relationship advice because overall, God wasn't a part of the tactics, but he would throw it in and it would just seem incongruent. There was overall something that was not aligned with mm -hmm. what he was saying for me. So wow. I was like, mm, it struck me as off. But okay. in this past year with not dating for me, and that's a has been obviously a personal decision. What I've come to understand is the more that I understand myself, and the more that I'm honest with myself and the more that I'm willing to look at situations as they are and not as I want them to be, the healthier that makes me for dating. So I don't need all of this advice, although I've learned a lot. So I may be feeling like this because I've learned a lot and that in in addition to having more knowledge of myself, of things I will take and what I won't take, for me, I feel like it's less important to have this type of advice, but there was always something off to me about Derek that Jackson. So yeah. That is wild. Um, I didn't follow Derek, Derek, Jerick. Gosh, the way he spells <laughs> his name just angers me. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Jackson. Um, so annoying. Um, he would always thing his book after the end. That got on my nerves too. I'm like, get your book for 50% off. Get your book. It's like, okay, dude. Anyway. I didn't follow Derek Jackson, but I had mm. seen his videos again, okay. um, just floating around the internet. I think I watched one, switched it off straight away. I'm not a fan of gurus. I don't care what kind of gurus you are. Makeup guru, relationship guru, uh, <laughs> interior design guru, whatever guru you are, I'm not interested. I've never been, never been into self-help books, not to say it's a problem that people who read it, but that's never been my thing. I've never been into any of those, you know, I've got the keys, the keys, the keys, <laughs> I've got the keys, I've got the, um, you know, the answers to all of your problems. That's never been for me, but I have seen his um, videos. What I found strange from then until now, a lot of the times I, I come across as quite harsh. It's for me, it's if you are giving me relationship advice, I need to make sure that you are in a healthy relationship yourself, right? It's like you going to the dentist and your dentist having the most ridiculous, disgusting teeth and saying, I'm going to operate on you and I want to give you a, a white smile. I'm going to run although, away. Although <laughs> I have had chunky trainers 
that were good trainers. That's hilarious <laughs> so, to me. So yeah. That's me, me personally talking about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether it be Derek Jackson, whether it be Matthew Hussey, whether it be all of these different people, what I found- Matthew Hussey is a good one. Mm-hmm striking is these are the people who also struggle in relationships but don't talk about it in their motivational speeches or their guru yeah. um yeah. I don't know videos or whatever mm-hmm. that's what stuck out to me to the point where it's like no 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 I'm not interested I've never been interested so with Derek Jackson what really was fascinating is and I think people are talking about it now is no one knew he was married for a long period of time, he presented himself as someone who was single. For or a long time, he didn't time, say no. He just he didn't mention it, so he made it look like he was. But that's what I'm saying. It was this facade. It yeah. was this image where he didn't yeah. say anything. But at the yeah. same time, the he let was you assume. Yes. Yeah, he let you assume. You knew what it was. That's why he, he wanted you to himself half naked or whatever. Right. Like no, nobody who was married. Yeah, those doing things that bothered that. Yeah, yeah, that was. so for for you to create this brand this idea this um you know would you call it um ideal where you're selling relationship advice to women um and basically saying I have the answers and whatever it is that a man I'm not going to tell you I'm going to tell I'm here to tell you guys the truth because again I'm not like them right I'm the good guy essentially that's what he's saying I'm the good guy or I used to be like them. I'm not like them anymore. You know, I, if he's doing this, this is what it means or whatever. All of those tactics, whatever. <laughs> women are lapping yeah. it up, writing it down. And for us to not know you're married, for us to not know, you don't have to have a perfect marriage. That's not what I'm asking for. But for you to say, hey, I'm telling you the truth because I work on my marriage daily. That could have cost you nothing. Essentially, it would have bettered yeah. your uh, whole brand or business whatever it is yeah 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 right yeah. showing yourself in a truthful light um and saying me and my wife have struggles this is what we've worked on this is who my wife is you guys know I've been honest with you I've been transparent whatever it is that would have been much more beneficial no. but to have this whole image yeah. and facade created on lies and falsehoods and you yourself and obviously the hypocrisy I think that's what's the killer for me right I believe hypocrisy is witchcraft Call it, call it something differently, whatever. <laughs> That's the one thing okay. I cannot tolerate. Like, I'm so angry about this situation, not because I'm a Derek Jackson follower, wow. but because I hate hypocrisy to a different level and image gang. Uh-huh. This is pure example of okay. image gang, right? So uh-huh, he's created uh-huh. this whole narrative or whatever. I'm this guy um, that you don't want your, you want, basically you want your man to be me. Essentially, you want your man to be modeled after me. Mm that's what he was selling because mm. well, when I really look back to it Damn. he wasn't selling relationships but he was selling himself he's the brand he's the brand that's cringeworthy he's son <laughs> because it made sense Rachel the photographs on Instagram where he's practically nude showing himself up I really hated I those. Hate those I think the, the all of those things didn't add up right? like I had no words but I was like what's this for I, d- I felt turned for off sure. when I saw those. You're telling me about your yeah. book, but you're half Because you're right. He was selling himself. How are you, how are you giving relationship advice, but you're 
also flaunting yourself. So you're wanting us to want Thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. So all, every woman is, yeah, you're He's right. You're himself. right. He is the brand. And so yeah. everybody thinks it's the relationship advice. It's the books. It's all of that stuff. No, it's him. He's, yeah. and this is another yeah. thing if you look back at the videos. That might've been the turn off for <laughs> Maybe. me. Maybe. Yeah. But you see that the, the focus is on him. The focus is on him yeah. about everything. He will bring it back to him, which is why this situation yeah. is so, like you said, it's very cringeworthy. And I said to you already, I messaged um, Rachel saying, I'm suffering from secondhand embarrassment from this situation because yeah. <laughs> everywhere I turn, it's like, I see a video and I'm like, oh, this is ghastly. This is horrible. Like, and yeah. he's not making yeah. the situation better, right? Oh, so this is Jesus. what I really want to get into the meat of this situation <laughs> that's really angering me is... First and foremost, the video of him and his wife <laughs> addressing his cheating scandals. Yeah. Where that was not a good look. Yo. <laughs> Actually, okay. So yeah, go ahead, talk about that. Cause there's something else I want to jump into. But yeah, go ahead. I hate the fact that <laughs> this is what I hate about the outcome of this video. How he's the one who's in the wrong, but the attention, the negative attention has turned to his wife, right? Because when I remember the video- Not all of it. He's getting clowned, but his wife is being disrespected by random strangers. They're mocking her looks, mocking the fact that she stayed in a relationship. She's already going through a terrible time. And I'm not in the business yeah. of talking trash about other women or, you know, all of these different yeah. things, but for the internet to just, he's basically giving her like a, what do you call it? Like a lamb to the slaughter. He's offered her up like- hey yeah. take her I'm gonna be on the side yeah I know I'm a clown but I could come back later on but hey make fun of her or whatever because like everybody said why would you allow her to come on online like that like squeezing her hand like a maniac like she's wearing her bonnet. I don't think he like, put her up at I think did you think she wanted I to do that video I think he left her out there because he was wanting her to protect him so yes in essence he did leave her out to, to dry. be slaughtered because it wasn't about her, her exactly. it was about him yeah exactly okay. that's yeah. what I hate about it and then on top yeah. of that making a reaction video so it's an inception video of him watching the confession video and <laughs> commenting on it in third person and then bigging himself up and giving himself props saying, I think yeah. he did a great job and I think he was great there. And I think he, Jesus. I was like, what in the name of Leonardo DiCaprio is going on? It was wild to I, me. I think that honestly, that was a desperate act of, I think he's so used to being able to understand how the market works that he felt that that was a brilliant move to save himself um, and didn't realize just how that is narcissistic as hell. But Rachel, I also see you, it as sorry. an unraveling of him. Yeah, but did ahead. you see the content <laughs> of what he was saying? It wasn't just about him reacting to that video. He was gaslighting his following. I this couldn't, just proves I couldn't that finish he, watching he, it. I couldn't finish he was like this just proves that you shouldn't be putting people on on pedestals that's what you guys did you're the ones who put people he said I that he lost, said that's what I you guys did go and watch it i'm no i refuse to watch that shit 
I <laughs> he said that's what you guys head. did I literally was like this going you, like shameless that's so, the only word that came out so of my mouth shameless. he to me what that's oh wow so he's being the toxic guy in the relationship to he every person he's but he's acting he's it lighting, out right here. Lighting everybody out on fire. He's basically wow. saying, you guys, you shouldn't be putting people on, on pedestals. That's like um, saying you shouldn't be so perfect. insecure. You know, you shouldn't be like, that's how it got. Wow. He said, nobody is perfect. And he said, if anything, I'm, he's giving himself props. I'm giving, because obviously he's speaking about himself in third person. I'm giving this Derek Jackson props for, you know, being honest about his emotions and feelings, wow. confessing everything that he He's already done his wife's already discussed this with him you know if she wants to be with him because he's a great guy you know that's all up to her I, I'm done I, I like done I'm, as in I have no words wow that's why this I'm is, furious because the level deep, of audacity yeah. the level of narcissism the level of gaslighting and the level of just manipulation and that's another thing that we really wanted to touch upon this whole having to manipulate people to get what you want yeah this is me now talking to our audience right first uh -huh. and foremost my advice for you is run away from gurus as much as possible <laughs> but <laughs> if you feel that you have to manipulate someone to get what you want if you feel like you have to really be shady and sneaky to control people and all of these different things stop it really stop that's the kind of stuff that really I think that's what really hurt me about this because first and foremost you're following you're basically throwing them under the the bus but your wife I think that's the person who I'm very upset about his wife is out here looking wild and crazy trying to defend him when there's no reason to defend him and he's allowing her to take the smoke left right and center He's deleted that video of him reacting. But he didn't say anything about don't put my wife in this, you know, this No, nope, didn't defend yeah, her, but the video had already cool. gone viral. So even though he deleted it, everybody, you know, took the video and are sharing it elsewhere. So it's obviously, congratulations, you played yourself. Everybody, the internet, once you put something on, it's there forever. Um, and of course, people were like waiting on, on something from and him. And every single person who he called out throughout his whole so-called career as a guru has come out. Every guy, obviously, because, you know, he's out here throwing guys under the bus for whatever it is that they've done, which is fine. I believe in holding people accountable. But every single person who he has mocked, who he has exposed, oh, has come out basically saying, oh, remember that time when you exposed me? This is your time. We all get our, like, everybody's putting his hands to the fire. And I'm like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. That's the only thing I can no, say. No, this is really a deep, deep fall. This is really, so he there is the news. That's what I was like, why? He's a YouTuber. Why is he on the news? Yeah. I've seen, he but he was on The View before, too. Was he? Yes, he was. He was. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what I think as well? I think a lot of the, um, obviously, we've talked about this before, Abba and Preach, right? Yes, I know they Abba and Preach. Oh, they were all up on that. <laughs> they, they never liked him. <laughs> you know what's really crazy? I was more familiar with their videos about attacking him <laughs> more than I was with him which is hilarious to me because they've been called haters for how long now because they're always getting onto him saying 
this guy's a simp or this guy there's something like you said there's something about this guy that's off yeah and they'll say there's something about this guy's off he's a liar or whatever and they didn't have the proof they were just going by intuition so obviously people are like you guys are haters which is fair because you can't just start making fun of people and there's no proof to it um (laughs) so now that all of these things have come out they are literally putting him to task which i find it very very interesting so the putting him to task part I think the person who came out with the exposing was um, Tasha, Tasha K. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not familiar with her at all. I'm familiar with her. But I have to say, <clears throat> watching her video, and I can't watch all of these videos in completion yeah. because I, ha- I, I think I'm an empath. Okay. And the the feeling that comes across in these videos are really negatively intense for me. So oh, when from I Tasha K? her and and the whole Derek Jackson reviewing his own video, I'm like, this is just too much for me. It's, it's too much negative feeling for me. So with Tasha K's video, I get that. Um, that there is a dishonesty with another human being. She doesn't care about anybody. Leading people (laughs) wrong and all of that. What really threw me off about her video is it seemed the pure joy she got out of. Yes, that is, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch She's like that with a lot of people, but I don't know if it's because of things she sees behind the scenes or is it because that's her natural personality? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what is it? Is it, because I haven't watched her video. I know that she's the one who exposed it, but I haven't watched her video. I've only watched the the video of everybody else. Yeah, I saw it, but I couldn't watch it in full because of like the pure joy. Cause she was talking to the mistress, mistress and like, the questions, the way in which she was asking the questions, there was no impartiality to it. Of course. I would have thought that yeah. Derek Jackson wronged her personally. Yeah, it seems like that would be the case for someone to have so much, um, I don't know. Investing, but <laughs> joy. She yeah. literally, like you could tell the, 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 she was getting the, something delicious. Visceral hate, oh venomous. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. I could not handle it's that. It's wild. It's wild because you don't want, you don't pray for someone's downfall. However, right. this is another thing. I mean, if I someone falls, it. they fall. Cause I've been petty yeah. myself with, especially when somebody has done me wrong personally, I still yeah. go and do my best to adjust my attitude with God, but it don't always a hundred percent work, yeah. but it's not the, it's not the fact that she's shown that she was getting the joy out of it. It's the fact that she actually feels that. To me, that's something that requires some type of personal assessment. Um, Yeah, yeah, because I feel like the problem is deeper than just the situation. Yeah. Yeah. What I wanted to add to this, my final thought was Mm -hmm. um, having people who 
you know, he's got a book and you were saying he was in The View. I heard from <laughs> other people that I didn't even know he was in The View. I heard from other people how he did motivational speeches and stuff like that and traveled around the country, uh, the US. And people were taking advice from him. Apparently people left their spouses because of him. People left their businesses because of him. People left like so many different things and lost out because of him. So there's a whole bunch of like an army of angry fans. They're not even fans anymore. I don't even know what to call them at this point. A bunch of angry people just like, like we put our lives in your hands. This is what's so wild about it. Like, why would you put your life in, in anybody's hands? Like, it's insane to me. Like, right. what? This is cult-like behavior. Like, what are you I doing? I have several things to say about this. Um, I think that any good or bad person can give good or bad advice. So I wouldn't sit here and say that every piece of advice he's given is wrong. It definitely has to do with the hypocritical factor. Um, but I think I've gotten advice or I've Dark taken Dark. advice. I don't know if it was from him, but I'm saying from a source that's not necessarily credible because I assessed for myself whether the advice was good to take or not. So mm -hmm. there is definitely an importance on discernment. Not everybody has you that. And that's not, not anybody's not fault. Everybody has that. That's not anybody's exactly. fault. But exactly. this is why, remember I went in about the word, um, damn it, what's that word that I hated? The word that they call- Oh, journey. journey. No, no, not journey. Um, 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 because I hate that word too. Um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm forgetting it. What they call these people on the internet that, what, that gurus? no, not guru. What's that damn help, word? Help, self help people. No, but what people do they do? who, um, these people that people look up to that influences, influences. That's why I hate that word because of the power that that word, like it, it's not only the power, it's what the definition of that word leads you to. Because someone is an influencer, you will more easily let yourself be influenced by, if I hate that word for that reason. No, someone, it doesn't allow you to have your own discernment, not by the 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 sheer definition of that word. So that's um, why I hate the word the word guru, and I hate the phrase self help. Like all of that. I For think me, self help is the problem. Self help, no. Nah. Like I'm telling you, nah. I absolutely hate it. And you know what's really crazy? You need it, God this help show, too. So, I'm telling you, this whole situation revealed to me how vulnerable people are and what desperation allows people to do in a sense where it's like people are out here looking for answers and there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know, right we all go through life where we're lost or we're looking for something we're looking for answers in any era of our lives right but the reaction that i saw from all of these women was like what in the world like why are all of them reacting like this and you don't understand that like, there's different levels to it man yeah there's the different trust. levels to it yeah. I'm telling you, giving your money, because it's like, again, the Inception video that he made. <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I thought I, I did not miss 
the Leonardo DiCaprio reference. It, that was hilarious, but I was just so into it. That's so funny. No, yeah. No, the Inception video he made, he promoted his book at the end of it. Right? I know so, that much I know. I was like, I just Jesus. So it's like Jesus. Think about all the money that these people have Jesus, given for the books, me. for help the merchandise, literally for the merchandise, for the, the tickets for the let's say the uh, public speaking events whatever it is he's doing, they paid for his home. They paid for all of these things. So initially, I was like, why are women crying? a lesson to be learned. I'm telling you. But it, I, it didn't make sense to me at, the, at first. I was like, why are they all crying? Why are they all mad? Like, all right, he was giving stupid advice. Or, fine, he was being hypocritical. But why are they crying? If anything, the truth has been shown and they can leave it. And then I realized there was so much more to it than just him being a hypocrite. It was just giving and giving and giving and building this person up to the height that they, you know, came to only for them to realize it was a whole lie. You know, that's why I think it's so important to be careful with your words, especially as a public person. Also to not there's this other guy, Steve Stephen Le Bossier. He's also one of those gurus. And I used to follow him. I don't as much because, you know, I explained before. But there's one thing I like about what he always says, or he says often, is that don't take my word for it. Pray to God first. He amen, says amen, amen. that so often. It is, it is important that you use your discernment and to also pray to God or whoever your higher power is to lead you because people are out here. We are flawed. There is not one of us who hasn't given bad advice coming from a good place. So um, I actually see him and Abba said this, Abba and preach. He said this, um, he said that, well, I, believe that Derek Jackson is in competition kind of like he there is a man he wants to be and I think that is what he was portraying a person he wants to be as opposed to who he is is. yes I think that's what was it's all image that's what I said but not just image it's more like I want to be like this so I'm going to I guess embody it and maybe the more i'm like that i will actually be like that meanwhile that's not dealing with with the things that's going on in the back end that's stopping you from being like the person you would like to be you can't just that's emulate what you like yeah. i interpreted that as this is the women this is the the man that these women want that's how I interpreted it as women want a guy like this and this is who I'm going to portray myself to be right mm. um which is very interesting because I agree with you with what Abraham Preach was saying and I feel like it's twofold because it's not just about I this is the man that I want to be to aspire to be that man needs to be appealing to the people who you're selling yourself to so for me, how it came across was, this is what they want. This is what all the women, so think about it. These women, I'm writing to him, messaging him, oh, giving, he's giving relationship advice here, there, right? So he's molding himself to the standard that they want based on the, their ideal man. 
And he's trying to be that. Like I said to you before, yes, you can be a guru. You can give all these advice. I don't believe that his product was his books or his advice. He was the product. Yes, I have to say with him. Yes. Because the other sure. guys, I don't see them. He like was that. on a love. <laughs> he was on a level of, yeah, I like my body, my, like the other guys don't do that. They don't do that. Not that I've seen, and they might be doing stuff behind the scenes, but as far as being appealing to the women, yeah, he had a complex there. Yeah. Seriously. And I I remember um, we was talking about it. Like even the women, it's like, oh, he played professional American football or he's six foot five or six foot four like all of this information I don't know but all of this information to be out there in the public who's putting it out there he is well he right he put pictures of his body I have to tell you I that really turned me off and I know a lot of women like that I'm not really a physical only woman anyway not for me um but I, I just, yeah, it was a blatant sell of self. Do you know yeah. what it? Do you know what it was? It was tasteless. I think that's what it yeah. was. It, it was so tasteless. So, so stuff corny, like that. So... I looked at side. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, there's something off about this. And I really, <laughs> I stopped. Like, you've been right this whole time, though, Rachel. You know, I was I like, thank God, because I listened to my discernment exactly. I listen. I'm telling you, but yeah, that's it about Derek Jackson. I, I read someone on Instagram. No, it wasn't Instagram, it was Twitter. They said, I only found out about Derek Jackson today and I want to go back to the past where I didn't know anything about him. No, because it really exploded. And honestly, I do have a, so I understand people are disappointed people are angry, people are varying levels of upset, and every person has the right to be. I do believe, though, that the internet and people's sensitivities um, and how people allow themselves to be, like, unaffected when it comes to the internet, I have a problem with that, because at the end of the day, I hate that phrase, so I said it anyway, um, At the end of the day, I can't stand it. As opposed to the beginning of the day. Um, (laughs) Anyway, like really, what does at the end of the day mean? Whatever. Um, (laughs) Anything. It means in all totality because it's reached its full end. It doesn't have to be in totality at the end of the day. What if you recognize that, you know, this morning? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I digress. I do believe that obviously he's a human being and I think how he is being attacked and his wife is being attacked speaks a lot about the humanity of others despite Mm -hmm. how upset and angry you feel these backlashes or people's words can affect people to the point where they take their own lives affects Mm -hmm. their mental health so I've been having a battle with that it's like okay it's annoying some of it is funny some of but it's like to like oh god like keep in mind these people are people 
I totally understand that. And I agree oh, with yeah. his wife specifically. I thought, I didn't think that about Derek Jackson and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because for someone to do a reaction video shows how detached <laughs> they are. That's what I'm trying to say to you. You are not intact with your own emotions. You are so detached yeah. from the situation, from your marriage, from the, you know, from the public up. and from, yeah. and bigging yourself up that, and the fact that you've left your wife to, to be literally attacked by the people Instead and you're not even, of doing a video you, about her you do a you video about her yeah. this is your wife you're supposed to be covering her right yes, you're supposed you to are. protecting her Absolutely. especially what you let her you go put through, her right I, yes put, yeah that's why i'm saying for his yeah. wife yes, people need to be mindful and be yeah. respectful for him on the other hand if you are that detached I'm looking at you sideways. I'm not saying, oh yeah, people can go at you, but I'm looking at you sideways. I'm definitely, like, he's, I'm looking at him upside down sideways or whatever. And I'm not yeah. feeling bad for him being exposed. I am, however, not appreciating the tastelessness of the reaction yeah. of others. Yeah. It That's doesn't only speak about how they feel it speaks about you as a human being that's that's to me what it shows mm. um so yes i i wow. i don't feel sorry for him like this being in the open i actually to a level for his wife everything is a choice everything is a choice so she is wherever she is but there's mm-hmm. also a level of okay it's time for me to bow out with my reaction you don't think it's trauma you don't think for her it's trauma because it's not like again he has been cheating on her for years right you don't think i do think i think when you accept bad behavior continuously and again this is all a speculation um i think when you accept bad behavior continuously it's not something that started in that situation I think okay. if if she does have trauma, I think it's something from what before him. Okay. Or he helped to mold her because I think they knew each other from really young. Yeah, um, I think he's he's the architect behind. But I, are they not the, like the same age? I don't know if they're the same age, but they definitely are like high school sweethearts. I yeah, think. something like that. So it's yeah. either she was molded in her own past for this type of man, or he's done, you know, his level of what he has done to um, make, to, to elongate or prolong that type of situation. But it's still a choice because I've, every... There's a lot of people who have experienced trauma. And while trauma makes you more susceptible to certain behaviors, it does. But there's still, there's still, there's still a choice to be made. There's always still a choice. And I'm trying to be sensitive and Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming her. I am not. but to a certain extent, just like I'm saying with these individuals, use your discernment, use your, there's there's a level of God that you can reach where you're not lying to yourself about what you're mm-hmm. seeing because you're seeing mm-hmm. things um, mm-hmm. and you're trusting God and not your pain or your trauma or that person or, um, and I'm not saying that it's easy. It's just that mm-hmm. there's always a choice, so. Wild. Yeah. 
wild. That's 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 rough, man. That's rough. It's <laughs> rough. I didn't know we were going to talk this long about it. I thought this was I, the fastest thing. It's the, I just had a lot of my chest to talk yeah. about that because yeah, it made me too, hate apparently. the internet. It made hate hate YouTube. It made me hate everything. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Screw you guys. Yeah. I'm not long enough. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, back to in the news today. <laughs> what I wanted uh-huh. us to talk about is the stop the Asian hate. Okay. So, for everybody who is listening, there is not just, I don't want to say a hashtag. There was an incident that happened in the US, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard. I don't know what the incident was, but I know there have been um, um, violence against Asian. Oh, yeah. you, oh, so that there was one. A, okay. So, so this is where I first heard of it. And then you okay. can add the rest yeah. to what I've, I've heard and seen mm-hmm. and read. Mm-hmm. There was this white guy who based up sorry, who basically um, shot up um, uh, Asian massage parlor. Yes, and I think it was six Asian women. Six Asian women. Um, I don't know, did all of them die? That I'm not aware of. Because everything has got lost. This is what I hate about social media and hate everything. Everything Mm -hmm. gets lost in the mire of breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Right. And no one really knowing what the situation is. Right. So essentially that blew up what was the situation were you going to talk to us about that's the one that I heard about the the white guy who basically shot the Asian women okay so prior to that because of the coronavirus situation and it has you know certain grounds I believe in (sighs) former president Trump's um description of the virus and how he called it I think what did he call it the China virus China. or whatever yeah China man virus China virus yeah Chinese so virus. there had been and I don't the Asian know the flu. statistics yes I don't know the statistics of this but Asian violence or occurrences of Asian violence had been on the rise um And from what pieces that I've picked up, again, nothing that I have read concretely, that some of it was from Black people, which I had not known at all about. Mm -hmm. I definitely haven't seen it on my end, but it doesn't mean just because I haven't seen it that it didn't exist. It doesn't, yeah, or isn't true. Yeah, so that's where I was, like that's when I first heard about the stop Asian hate. And of course, this incident of, you know, harming or shooting at, let me see, the women of Asian descent were six of the eight victims in, in the Atlanta shooting. I don't know how many people have died. Um, and nothing is clear online. If you go there. It says six Asian women among eight killed. So six Asian women were killed. Yeah. So there, of course, now, in addition to breaking news, have been many, many posts. There actually, I saw lots of posts before this killing, these this mass killing um, of Stop Asian Hate. Um, that was definitely picking up traction. I didn't, I didn't see that prior to the incident. Yeah, the I was incident. seeing it specifically from this one person that I follow on Instagram and she's Asian. So I can understand that. Um, 
And I do not condone any type of violence towards anyone. That is for me where the buck stops when it comes to violence it's against Asian, against trans, against gay, against I can disagree or agree. It ain't my business to agree or disagree with how a person is. I just, I feel like that is a statement that just doesn't make sense. I don't agree with how you are. I cannot say those words and those make sense. People are who they are. Um, and that is where my acceptance, like that's it. I do, however, have a different perception from what I have been hearing where Asian hates or more of the popular uh, opinion. I have another opinion. I grew up okay. in the Bronx and I grew up amongst Hispanics and Cambodians. So Dominicans, Puerto Ricans and Cambodians. Cambodians are Asian. And I can tell you, I have specifically experienced Asians hating me. Mm -hmm. um, I remember going to their homes and I was friends with the kids, but the parents, I always felt like I didn't belong in the home and I felt uncomfortable, specifically because mm -hmm. I was black in their home. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. also had experiences of beauty going to the beauty supply stores where mm -hmm. I can feel um that I was being watched and um mm -hmm. like basically not feeling comfortable and I oh and I also felt it was an a race thing there wasn't a level of respect there and of mm -hmm. course these are businesses in the black community you know mm -hmm. that are using the black dollars and bringing it into their own communities. So yeah. I, I've had a long history this since I was a kid of being disrespected by the Asians. So it is really tough for me to stand on the um, side solidarity. of allying. Yeah, it's really Standing hard in solidarity with other the minorities who don't have shown that they've respect. hated me. Yes. Yeah. So that's um, where my, yeah, go ahead. Where your stance is. Yeah. My point in this is that um, a lot of the times when we see this call for solidarity, it's not really a call for solidarity with every single um, group of minorities. It's usually to the black community alone. So they are segregated and set apart where it's their responsibility to make things happen for other minorities because they are seen as if they are at the forefront of change within their own communities, right? right. So in order for them to be heard, they feel like they need to latch on to whatever it is that black people are doing. And I have, right. and this isn't, whoever's listening to this, this isn't just an American thing. This is everywhere. You would go and see it's everywhere, um, wherever black people are. So from what I've seen now is um, online with all the hashtag, now we, we, you know, they're using stop Asian hate, but at the beginning it was Asian lives matter. And that's where everything started to blow up because I didn't want to comment, I wanted to watch, I wanted to observe um, because mm -hmm. first and foremost, I don't trust the news. <laughs> I don't trust um, initial news. I have to wait a couple of days for me to, to really find out mm -hmm. what's really going on, separate the fact from fiction opinions 
um, from what's really happening. So it was the Asian Lives Matter and that in itself was co-opting Black Lives Matter. And I thought it was interesting that there was no, no one was batting an eyelid as to what was going on. We can just do whatever we want, post that and again, co-opt and latch onto something that already exists and take it for our own in order for us to make a stand and a stance. I don't have a problem with that. It's in the way that it's done. And then when it wasn't getting much traction, it was, okay, stop Asian hate. And then on top of that, it was recording in solidarity, all the people of color, but specifically black people, which I found strange because it was like, okay, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? Because I remember last year with the whole um, uh, George Floyd situation that was going on Mm -hmm. and everybody was posting and um, I don't know if you know, um, what's this guy, Patriot Act? What's this guy? What's the presenter Patriot? of Patriot Act? Patriot Acts. <sighs> this is why. You, is that an actor? No, um, Patriot Act is like a, a news um, commentary show. Hassan, that's it. Hassan Minaj. Um, so oh, okay. Absolutely yes, adore Hassan Minaj. So he basically was calling out members of the Asian community saying, hey, obviously everything's Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, but we need to get real about our own community and our own home because we all know that when the doors are closed, we are out here insulting Black people, we call them names, we say this, we say, he basically aired all of them out. And I remember posting it on Instagram. And I was saying for all of our Asian friends who were basically wanting to stand in solidarity with us, you need to do the right thing. It's not just about, oh, Black Lives Matter, but at home, this is how you behave and you this is your values. This is how you treat. And this is how we Black treat people. us. Like I have been on the receiving end of that. Right? Yeah. Which is insane to me, but because it's fashionable right now, this is what you guys are happy to do. But in your own homes, you guys treat us like trash. So let me give you guys an example of what's going on in terms of outside of the States, because I know that a lot of the times <laughs> most people in the States don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's like we what's think it's only then. happening to us. Yeah, <laughs> I know, which is always a problem. Um, but when it comes to the Asian community, so I live in the United Arab Emirates and even though it's an Arabic Muslim country, the highest population or percentage of people who live here are actually Asians, right? Asians Indians, as in what though? Asian, okay. Indians yeah, ask and Pakistanis and Filipinos, right? Okay. They are the majority of people living here. There's only roughly, I don't know, is it one to 5% of actual Emiratis, actual Arabs, like who are from the UAE living here. So it's an expatriate mm-hmm. country, right? People come from abroad abroad to work here, to live here for a certain period of time, then they go back home. But because we're close to Asia, the people who come here and we actually, the country has a great relationship with India and all these other places. um, Indians are the majority of people who live here, Pakistanis, as well as Filipinos. We get a few number of Chinese who come to work and whatnot, people from Singapore, all of these different um, other countries, right? But the minorities actually are black people and Arabs. (laughs) And the crazy thing is, yeah, and the crazy thing is, um, Dubai has a very terrible, um, what do you call it, working system for people who are coming from impoverished countries who are not coming here for, for uh, 
for work that isn't labor, right? Mm -hmm. So you have labor workers usually getting paid less than minimum wage. They don't have sanitary uh, places where they stay. You know, it's wow. very bad. And they, they keep them in areas that are very, that considered to be like the, the terrible area of Dubai okay. and they push them out over there. So they work wow. there and then, sorry, they live there and then they come up to the cities and do roadworks, buildings, all of those different things. And then they go back there, treat them very badly, very poorly or whatever. Yeah. However, even with that being said, my experiences of like negative interactions since I've been here, I've been living here for, it's coming up to four years now. I've never had a bad incident with an Arab person, which mm. to a lot of people is wild because I think it's, you know, um, some people would assume that, you know what, well, how is it living in an Arabic country or Muslim country? I have not had a terrible experience with an Arab man or woman. If anything, my experience with them has been even better mm. than my own expectations. Mm. My worst experiences has been with Indians, Pakistanis, Filipinos. Wow. All Asians, <laughs> which is <Okay. laughs> every single Asian, not, not every single Asian, but mm -hmm. touching upon the different groups, right? Right. Um, which, and the crazy thing is, I remember my first bad encounter was when I first moved here and I was already struggling moving from, you know, the UK. And I went to like um, an event and there was this Asian, there was this uh, family who was just so rude and wouldn't let me go past. And they were just, just they were literally like bitching about me right in front of my, my face in wow. their own language and being so disrespectful. And I remember never forgetting that because I was just like, oh my gosh, you guys get treated so badly here mm. and nobody else is treating you bad. If anything, the people who are treating you bad is the people who own this land, this country for right. you to build up their economy, right? right? Every other person isn't treating you badly, but you have so much hatred for black people that even if a black person is making more money than you, which most black people here are mm -hmm. even if they are um working great jobs even if they are showing you kindness whatever it is you have so much hate where you still look down on them even when you economically are below which is not a thing to to set a comparison that you know black people are better or whatever no mm -hmm. this is just an example of right. how the system is is um structured here in right. the uae right right um so you get people who are so I, it's very difficult to say because sometimes I try to find the balance. Is it being uneducated or is it a, a situation where it's you are educated enough to know, but you just don't care? I, I don't think know. think it's colonialism. You think I so? Think, yes, it is so because embedded I, I feel like they, around they hate everybody. the world. It is so think... embedded around the world that Black people are below anything white is okay like but they hate white people too no 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 oh, let but, me tell but you but do they treat listen, them like that listen listen you get to it's terrible it's terrible they treat white it's, people bad let me tell you a story i, I have because this thing i have a friend I have a friend um, who was Portuguese. She's a white Portuguese woman and she worked for uh, the Emirates Airline. Um, uh, oh my gosh, what's going on with my brain? She, uh, Emirates. Mm -hmm. She works for Emirates. I was supposed to say um, United she, Emirates. <laughs> she works for, um, yeah, so she's an air hostess, works for Emirates. And wherever they went, I remember 
she said there was a horrible incident she had and a lot of the incidents she had was always with Asian people. Reason being is they felt some type of way towards her because she was a white person. Mm. Not to say as a racist thing, but to say in a sense where because they've always been under, in their opinion, mm. they use this as an opportunity to place to themselves her above because she, yeah, because she, because she was serving them. In context, it's her job. Okay, but they took advantage of that and like you in this moment in this you belong in us, this place. You belong in this place to serve us. Yeah. So okay. what do they do? Mm. The, these people are traveling from the Emirates, but they are originally from India. This has happened to many people. This is not just Indians. This is just one incident mm-hmm. that I'm just talking about. Mm-hmm. So and they are, are these Asians, where specifically are they from the country? These Asians no, no, no. that you're talking about? Yeah, they are specifically from India. Okay, they are India. coming to Dubai. Okay. And then they are taking um, Emirates flights to the US, mm-hmm. right? But one of them has an Indian passport. So they're bringing their family to go to America. Sorry, has an American passport, taking their family to go to America and then they're gonna come back. When she's there serving everybody in the plane, her job is to serve everybody in the plane. They then start clicking her fing- their fingers at her. You, miss, her in particular, because I think she was one of the few white girls that was there serving. Clicking the fingers at her, you come over here and telling her, it's your job to serve us. It's your job to serve us and saying, we have an American passport, so you have to serve us. This is not an Indian passport, this is an American passport. Come over here and serve us. Bring us this, bring us this, bring us this. We are not literally talking through their insecurities that we are not less than, we are not this, and all of that stuff, and doing everything in their power to make her feel bad. That's not to say that, um, you know, um, that excuses slavery or colonialism or anything like that, but it shows for me, for a lot of ice, what I've seen as well, what even my husband has seen is that white is right, but at the same time, there's animosity and resentment towards that white. Definitely. I want to be like you, but Definitely. I hate you at the same time. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Because of how you've so, treated me. Exactly. And so make me feel about myself, is, actually. Exactly. The disrespect is still there. Right. But at the same time, it's that, you know, that what you they know the where to do it. They know where to do it. They wouldn't it's not do that any old place. They, they did that with the steward. I think they would do that. Yes, with the stewardess, but they will be less likely to do that with, I don't know, a white tax man. Or maybe it's um, because she was a woman and not a man. Come to the UAE. Come to the UAE, Rachel. Wow. You see crazy things. You see crazy things. The only people that I see that they will never do it is the people who own this land, which is Arabs. That's it. The Everybody people who can treat it. them bad. <laughs> yeah. Specifically. Because they've got, the, yeah, they've got the power to get you out of here. So they know you who know to what do I mean? it with. They know who to That's do what it I'm with. That's Whoever what I'm saying. has so the true black, power. Why? whether you be whatever it is that's the issue so let's circle back to what i'm trying to say is this is not isolated to the states it's not isolated to dubai it's not isolated to the uk it's not isolated to asia it's not isolated i grew up with filipinos in um not only my schools and everywhere i've been i've known a filipino i've I've been friends with a filipino and they are lovely and then you meet their parents you meet people who are older and they are terrible oh man do you see what I'm trying to say? So yeah, again, it's, it's not about not standing in solidarity with the Asian community. It's about putting the Asian community to task because 
what is it that you have done for others apart from you? How is it it's our responsibility to fix things in your community when you will never do the same for us? Yeah, yeah. how are you expect that from people you look down on? And why is it our, why is it our responsibility? Why is it that we're not calling on the Mexicans? Why is it that we're not calling on, you know, other Asians, Chinese, uh, whoever? Why is it that it's become our problem? And the thing is, I don't want to say problem because I do believe in, in sharing the load and burden for, with people. Yeah. But I think when it's not reciprocated and it's used more as um, bargaining chip and... Mm -hmm used as um what do you call it propaganda and all of these different things in order to get what you want we know as soon as they do get what they want or you do ties change bam no one cares anymore yeah there's no more that solidarity it's almost like i'm putting my hand out for you to pull me up but i'm going to pull you down so that i can get up and you regress and i move forward and forget nothing no. ever happened between us, no. right? Yeah. And that sounds harsh for everybody who's listening. That sounds very, very no, harsh. I've been That's on the not, receiving end. Uh, but we, I think And there's been no truth. reconciliation. Actually, I can't say there's no, but there's been very little reconciliation or recognition about that um, issue in the, in, in the community. So the less, the more that you're leaning on black people for help and the less that you're recognizing that, you know, we have experienced hate coming from your end and you're, you're black people have like, I have that memory. So it's, and, and many of us have, so it's not something yeah. that's forgotten. It's not isolated. Um, that's the one thing I would yeah, say. Yeah. So it's, it's not it's, one incident. It's not. And it's, that's why I'm looking like for me, the solidarity, I can't do it. I, Can I, I cannot ask you do though, why, why is there a call though? Why is it that they believe that black people need to do something? What I think it's it's that? exactly what you said that it it because black people have been at the forefront especially american black people have been at the forefront of civil rights movement and making change happen um even though it hasn't been a worldwide or maybe cultural wide acceptance overall of how everybody benefits, but people have watched it peripherally benefit them, even though they're not black, they know what the truth is. So it's being used as a like propaganda. You're, you're latching on to, mm -hmm. um, you know, the people that you feel like will make the change and help you in the action or organize things for you, it's, it's with an agenda. Also, I feel like it's avoiding the fire. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Because if we get you at the, um, what do you call it? If we get you at the front, at the forefront of this fight, of this battle, you get all the fire thrown at you once you move out of the way, we come in, we swoop in, and we take whatever it is that we can get. Do you know what mm. I mean? I, I think I a lot of the time, I think a lot of the times people are not willing to fight, truly, really to fight for what they believe in, right. or willing to fight for what they think is theirs. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to talk about 
um, the Asian stereotype for a minute. I do have to I say to though, I wanted to say though, over here, yeah. as far as I'm seeing it, stop the mm -hmm. Asian hate has mostly to do with Chinese or, yeah. or mostly with Chinese, but the Koreans and other things like that. But I noticed you said Indians too, and I know they're yeah. technically Asians, but I haven't mm -hmm. seen anything on their end as far as joining fight the Asian hate or anything. Yeah, so technically I, they're lumped them yeah I lumped them together with the Filipinos because Filipinos are also Asian, Oriental kind, but not Asian for, um, well, I know what Indians. you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to, the reason why I wanted to talk about the Asian stereotype is because to link in with what I said before about not taking the fire is, um, I was, I don't know if you listen to um, Lovely Tea. Do you listen to Lovely Tea? I uh, know. I don't think so. She's talking about how um, in the States, because I can only talk, I, I can talk about my experience, but you can interject here because you're the one living in the States, right? About um, how Asians are considered to be the model minority. Mm. I wanted to know if you can be able to touch mm. up on that about being the model minority and um, being propped up by white people as they, they are the standard and this is what other minorities should aspire to be mm. like, right? Mm. So that means not causing any trouble that means no uprising, that means keeping your mouth shut, working hard, and basically just being um, a citizen who can be able to, um, who can be able to benefit the society that they're in, in this case, the US, right? Mm. You need to be a paying member of society, study hard, work hard, create your business, and those who do achieve that are then prompted up for being model, a model minority, right? Whether they've gone to Harvard, Stanford, whether they've gone to Yale, whether they own a corner shop, whatever it is that they do, they are um, really paying towards society mm -hmm. as opposed to an African-American or as opposed to a Mexican or someone else, right? Mm -hmm. So the reason why I'm talking about, about not being at the forefront to, to take the fire, it means that kind of stereotype still needs to, to be maintained, right? Mm -hmm. So Even if they don't though, do the heavy lifting in the fight, they still look like the model minority. Exactly. Whoa, right? that's deep. So if I get my, uh, what do you call it? My, mm. my black people, people. Yeah. solidarity with me. Mm -hmm. they, they can do the angry fighting. Heavy lifting, mm. angry fighting, protesting, leading, mm. putting up signs, doing all of that stuff. And then as soon as all of, all of that dies down, we swoop in, we get what it is that we want. We maintain our image. We maintain all of this. This is my theory, right? Wow. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's some deep-ish. Um, but that's how I see it. Because mm, if this is the stereotype that is being maintained, and it's not like, I haven't seen, I'm not saying this is with a general statement because I don't know if there's anybody who's trying to break down these barriers and break down these stereotypes. To I say, do no, believe that's not there true. are. I have seen it. Most likely. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. But um, it's not the majority. That's not from what I've seen, yeah. but yeah. So that's what I mean. It's not mm -hmm. something that I've seen again, just because I haven't seen it. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, mm -hmm. but from what I've seen is not the, my, 
the majority where people are actually speaking up against stereotypes and right. saying this is not who we are stop putting this pressure on us stop right. putting this burden on us right. this is not who how we want to be represented because but it benefits like them to a, to to a, a certain extent. degree yeah this is what I'm trying yeah. to say yeah. so as much as you can complain about it here and there when it serves you it's okay but when yeah. it doesn't serve you you complain a little bit but not loud enough to be heard right but still this under and then under you run to go it. to your you know I think big right. big sister or big brother they'll right. take care of the bullies you'll right. get the the benefits but it was never right. you who started it nobody knows it was you I right get it. but behind That's closed doors you're saying you need to work hard, big brother, big sister who was mm-hmm. black. You mm-hmm. need to do better. You need to do you this. Could if be I like can us. get to this, you can be like us. And if anything, that's just reiterating what's being said already publicly. So do you know what I'm trying to say? I do think this all has to do with colonialism, though. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it goes back to that. But do you, you understand what I'm saying? It, that idea of pushing people at the front and then swooping in, getting what you need. And then being like, deuces, I'm out. I do see what you're saying. That was a great assessment. I would go as far to say that every single immigrant that has come here has been to the U.S., I'm saying specifically, Mm -hmm. has put Black people, Black Americans in this position. And I'm Mm going to go as far to say as even Caribbean people have done that yes because there is an entire I don't know what this is called trope perception that it's the African-Americans that are the worst because when you come here um, as an immigrant it is like black people are lazy but you're separating yourself from the black people who are here as opposed to me coming from another country i heard this whole facebook situation and i've also seen um whole facebook situation like dominicans there was like this whole argument about um if as an immigrant you can come to the US and make something of yourself. Why can't African-Americans do that? Shut up, really? Yes, yes. And this is coming from people who are Dominicans, like Dominicans who don't believe that they're black. A lot of them, I wouldn't say all of them. That is wild to um, me. And that's another story this, for another day. Girl, that is wild. Um, also, I've heard it from my own grandparents talking about African-Americans being lazy. Yes. Really? Yes, there is an intent. And I, this is colonialism because it is the best when people are against each other. The minorities are against each other and everybody is trying to, exactly. So as long as one person thinks they're better than the other people, that is surely a distraction from what's actually happening. Yes, what? Asians do it. Um, Russians who've come over how here, did, how Italians did they get have done by it. Everybody else. So when the immigrants come to America, how do the whites treat them? For them to feel like they're better than African Americans. So there is no there. This all of this is subtle and smartly done. So you'll okay. see images on TV, or you'll see like when when there's um. When you're doing 
things like blackface or you make certain jokes on TV about black people or you make certain jokes about a dad or those are the types of perceptions or that that become spread that um do you think it's indoctrination? You an idea? Yes, it's indoctrination that's so subtle. So by the time you come over to the US, there is not a specific white person who's saying, oh, these black people are worse than you. There isn't that. But there is the sense of, okay, as an immigrant, so my grandparents came in, my grandmother worked in um domestic domestic households like she was a, mm. a maid slash housekeeper slash all of mm. those types of things babysitter and my grandfather he worked in a nursing home and he eventually mm -hmm. I think, became a dietitian so the whole view is if these jobs are there and I can do it how come you don't do it but mm -hmm. the black people who are already in the U.S. understand that they're you can do a whole lot um, and it still won't get you anywhere. It's not that you won't do a job, but you know there's going to be limitations, you know, to mm -hmm. that job. But as an immigrant, you're coming over and you're going to take everything that you can get because you're coming mm -hmm. from another country. It'll take yeah. you maybe 40, 50 years to realize, oh, there was no upward mobility. Or maybe you're not looking for upward mobility. You're you just want to make money, money back exactly. home. Exactly. So the people who are in a land already understand the workings of a land. If you're coming mm -hmm. from a land that's less um, mm -hmm. prosperous. Developed. Yes. Yeah. And you're coming over. You're like, this is the cr creme a la creme, not realize mm -hmm. if you try to break a certain ceiling, you going to hit that glass. Mm. But as an immigrant, it takes you longer to see that shit. But I mean, growing up here and thank mm -hmm. God taking American african-american history in college because they don't give that mm. joint in in any grade lower are you serious i'm dead ass there was no it's, black hold on, history hold on, hold on. start again <laughs> <laughs> hold on yeah you're telling me african-american history is not taught in elementary school or primary school i wasn't taught it except for school. black history month and they do all of the black history month stuff not real true history of what black people have gone through what it means to be a black person in america no it's not taught in school because that would not people would be so different in the u.s if that, that was taught in school this would be a different u.s I learned about African-American history and the civil rights and everything when I was in secondary school. And I think around that was yeah, like they It's not that they don't teach you that. They will, they teach you. Like you will talk about it, but not in the depth that is required to does. understand yeah. that, oh, it's Americans impacts, right? are the impacts. It's only looked at as a piece of history not oh really? your ancestors were slaves how do you fall in in this history wow yeah that is insane to me we had a we had a teacher who was so passionate about this and he made us watch movies he made us literally 
um, review sources. He made, this is us in the UK guys. This is Little Grace, 13, 14 years old. And we did as much as we could, as, like he gave us everything. And this is a white guy. This wasn't even That's a dope. black teacher. This was, this was a white guy saying, we're gonna, he made us watch so many movies where there was like, like all these white kids crying in the classroom, which was- Was that, was in, that um, popularly done in the UK? Or was he popularly like done, a one I, off? No, it's not a one off. I think uh, you get to choose. You get to choose um, what you want to do, African-American history, or you choose any type of history. I've always studied history in school. So as I got older, because I was in it for such a long time, I then had a choice to pick. In a lot of schools, you get to choose. So it's just the child's choice. They don't force it on you. You want to study African-American history? And most black kids did. You know, if it was a choice, yeah. No, ma'am. But you know what's really crazy? But this is the thing. They don't teach... You're not going to learn African history in the UK because most um, Africans who have moved to the UK, your family's responsible for that. You're not going to, they're not going to teach you about colonialism. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They'll rather teach you. And I think that's the problem that you oh, has. Oh, did they teach it you about American themselves. history? Yeah. They yes, because they're they not, separ- that's when Americans get overly <laughs> involved in, they're overly, overly with the Nazis yeah. and the, I'm like, yeah. y'all are so focused and they care do. about that, but you won't look yeah. into black history yeah. because this is your you. backyard. So they, they exactly. famously look in other people's backyards. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> so disconnected. It's wild. It makes it's sense, so disconnected though. as well. But it's with everything, though. Like <laughs> you said, it's not just about African-American history or African history or colonialism. It's also Nazi Germany. They will talk about that. They oh, will talk my about God. The French they Revolution. in depth. French Re- I know, I feel like I know everything there is to know about Hitler. To ask any kid in the UK, they yes. will tell you everything about... First and foremost, Hitler, they'll tell you everything about the Soviet Union. They'll tell you everything about the French Revolution. They will tell you everything. And then the only thing that will tell you about UK, British history, is kings and queens. So you learn all from the beginning. Yeah. Every single king and queen that reigned because it's to be able to build up the (laughs) empire that once was, that's fell, that doesn't no longer exist, right? So it's to be able to perpetuate that power still. So, you know, I was 18 years old um, when I learned that Haiti was the first black republic and my ex-boyfriend is the one who told me. I never, ever knew that before that. That Yo, and that's a big deal. How if they're are teaching you... French history, that should be intertwined with French history. If you're teaching the French and I learned French history, no, that should be literally intertwined, which is no. what this is what I'm trying to say. No, like, ma'am. it's absolutely crazy. I was asking my husband if that's the case, and they don't even teach um, uh, British history there as well. So each European nation kind of props up their own history. And then looks at the other at person's the bad, backyards. At their yeah. bad history. At their bad behavior. Oh yeah. my God, so, um, that's it's so... I was, wow. I was asking him, I was like, hey, do you know anything about British history? He's like, no, never taught us anything about that. I was like, are you kidding me? French history? No, you know, literally. Soviet wow. Union, obviously, he would know something like that. Mm-hmm. Nazi Germany, he would know something like that because that's the Everybody knows Nazi dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Germans. They're Nazi literally like... Except probably Italy. I bet you Italy doesn't know a lot about it because they aided 
because they were with Hitler. So they probably yeah, talk a Mussolini. lot about UK <laughs> They all talk about each other. Like nobody talks oh about God. Mussolini. And you know what's so crazy? Even oh. Mussolini going into Ethiopia, right? Uh-huh. You're not really going to talk about that either, about how the Italians literally came to colonize like um, Eastern uh, Africa you know, Ethiopia, Eritrea and all that, you can still see the remnants of Italy in those places where they still oh, sell yeah. gelatos. They still have all of these Italians like memorabilia and stuff. But like, also how, how that part of the world looks. Yeah, they are very mixed. Yes, you incredibly know I mean? mixed. They got around. So, yeah, so it's insane that it's, just looking back now where you're like oh we didn't get to learn that and I'm like yeah you know we learn all of that and its impact and we watch videos and all of that stuff but the true agenda under that is hey Americans are terrible <laughs> you need to really right. look at how terrible they are right. and vice versa where they're and like, let's oh, get the, the pressure Germans off of us because we we started um chattel slavery yeah it started so there it Jesus literally so it's insane to me but i feel um, like we need to talk about um the third topic another time mm -hmm. because we have gone on and i didn't know that these topics were going to take so much but which makes sense they are in the news and they are impactful for us you know to a certain extent so yeah yeah difficult conversations we're gonna have to say (laughs) difficult conversation was a difficult (laughs) conversation to have yeah but this was this was all very good i don't know how long this recording was if y'all have one hour and a half wow if y'all have made it this long god bless you thank you for following us and listening and please do comment interact we would love that and i'll let you know where you can find us we are on instagram at the soul what is it the <laughs> soul, soul Speaks podcast, podcast. <laughs> on instagram you can also find out oh, and you can find us on youtube you can find us on itunes and spotify baby and anchor i don't know if people listen to yes. anchor but anchor um also you can find me at the sassy rachel on instagram yo i am not a twitter person i just recently got on for the company that i work with twitter is brutal like I, twitter has takes no prisoner and every day i yo, say the internet is undefeated I it's I because cannot. of twitter i can't i can't mess with twitter but anyway going to you <laughs> to you great um, you can find me guys on Twitter. <laughs> Not being brutal, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, my Twitter handle is at Grace underscore Kugrena, and you can also find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at the underscore reading underscore hideout. I write kidlit, so you can find myself over there. Please check it out. All right, it was wonderful talking. We have been talking for a while. Please, guys, let us know how you feel. Interact. Try sure. to be as respectful as possible, please. Okay. <laughs> please, <laughs> please have <laughs> And have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.